Into the Nexus is a production of AMove.TV. Bookmark AMove TV for other great video games and esports podcasts. Into the Nexus is sponsored by listeners like you via patreon.com slash ITN. I could be wrong. And welcome back, everyone. This is Into the Nexus. I'm Garrett, here as always with Kyle, and we are back to talk Heroes of the Storm. How you doing, dude? I'm doing well. We won our first Heroes Lounge match, which nice. felt encouraging and good, and I understood the comps because there were only two melee, and it was a joy to tank for. <laughs> oh, and I did the thing. I, I should say that at the top. I did the thing I was talking about at the end of last episode. I stopped using a roll label in storm league and i have a much better win rate and having a much better time a a role label yeah i'm not i'm not declaring myself tank or x oh, the tank oh, oh i was like rolling that together i was like what's a role label i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember what the what the official yeah term yeah, is. yeah now, now i remember it i don't know why yeah de- de- it wasn't a very descriptive uh, primary your... preferred role they, that's it and secondary preferred role mm, there you go there you go yeah i should uh should probably do the same. You could you could, you could change it to the anus, uh, the flex, the flex icon. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Uh, honestly, in Diamond One territory, most people are rolling without labels in the first place. I think uh, maybe they just get ignored. People hit the button. Honestly, I think it's just kind of a one trick job climbing Storm League or multi trick. So for me, it's like Diablo. Thrall, maybe? Uh, but I've been doing Diablo Brightwing all week and it's been absolutely delightful. I mean, Brightwing is just in such a great place and such a blast to play. Oh, nice, nice. I uh th- this was a this was a, a Storm League off week for me. Uh had a germ. Sure. Had uh, some deadlines that had nothing to do with the show and no one would be interested in that I really had to get done. Um so it was uh it was it was quick match week for me. I've been trying to to work on Kerrigan. Um I don't recommend it in quick match. I don't recommend it at all, and I think I'm <laughs> done with that little uh little escapade. Yeah, the 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 that wasn't encouraging, huh? No. Good experience. No, a lot of a lot of beautiful, beautiful decisions to jump in, get a kill, but everyone else just runs away because a Hyperion came down. Oh well, yeah, that's that's frightening, sure. I mean yeah. it will affect four people maximum and might shoot some buildings you know we yeah. do we it, it does damage we're you know i'm not insane yeah. but i saw I, so much hyperion this week kyle and i saw so much run directly backwards away from it zero attempts to fight through it and zero attempts to like go around it and re-engage just like oh we're done now we're leaving and i was on kerrigan every time and yeah a little salty I mean, it's not nothing. You're looking at. I mean, these. It's these kind are, of nothing. <laughs> it's the it's the level one value. So I'm I'm gonna scale it up to ten real quick. But you're looking at four targets maximum. So if everybody gets in there, plus minions and other things like that, you're not gonna all get hit by it. That, that's a it's a big scary alt. I understand the fear, but 
it is wrongfully. So it looks like you're looking at uh, four enemies for 98 damage every second. And of course, if you have more enemies than four, you're not going to take it every second. Right. Right. Yeah. Nothing to be scared of. Just been weird, man. Just been strange. I feel like I'm in like a bronze quick match territory or something. I don't know what's happening. Interesting. Yeah. But I also well, we do have we much, have the CCL on. I think mm. that's having an impact. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's certainly Cause, certainly cause, dude, when I tune into the CCL, I see a lot of uh, running backwards away from a Hyperion cast. That's what well, I see <laughs> when I go into high and just and watch I'm, CCL. That's my favorite highlight from this past week. I'm not saying they are watching it in detail. <laughs> Plus, really, everyone out there should go join the Heroes Hearth Discord, where they post the replay so you can actually watch for yourself the individual players. Because that's how I love to do it. I think casters are great for... The, the, the weird thing about casting in video games, a, a bit of a side tirade, but excuse me, is that it's based on radio. It's based on old sports radio. So that you can be informed while you don't have visuals, eat chips, argue at Thanksgiving. Well, it's also and so we, if you are unfamiliar with what's going on, it is being you, explained to you. Right. But that, that's, the, like, that's the weird part. And that's why I love the dual streams. Uh, something like Dota has. Where you have the fully like telegraphed, everything said, this ability, this ability, this ability. They're like, you know, doing the auctioneer thing, just like rattling it off, letting you know everything that's happening, every name. So you're just absorbing words in your head, kind of get an idea of what's going on. And then there's what kind of I'm more into, which is the tasteless artosis sort of thing where they're talking about X-Men, they're just chilling. And when an exciting thing happens, they react. They, they show me that I should be excited, perhaps if I'm new to it, but then they dissect it after the fact. I mean, my favorite is uh, the first 10 minutes of a StarCraft game where Tastosis talk about what movie they watched over the weekend. But yeah, yeah, how can you avoid certain games, right? I mean, Heroes is is great in that way because there's often a team fight. There's a little bit of business. You know, we don't we don't really do anything too, too impactful. You get some nice camp timing. Sure. Uh, As someone who's played a lot of offlaner and and still is in my NGS team at the moment. Oh, dude. Sorry, go ahead. Finish. And then I have an offlaner thought, too. Oh, I was just going to say, like, sometimes you burn down the wall and then they get the objective. So that wall you made and destroyed didn't really equal anything and you got no advantage. So there's no point calling that out. Yeah. You may continue. Yeah, I was going to say, like, um, you, you mentioned, like, the Dota, like, the multi-stream. So you can, like, kind of choose your your casting adventure, right? Uh, um, this is something I never really... I know we've mentioned it, like, years ago. Had to have been because this is in regards to HCC. But I, I haven't really thought about and I don't even really think this hit me that much during HGC, wanting to be able to watch uh, a, a competitive Heroes event in client like you can with Dota 2. Mm. Um, until now in CCL, because back when HGC was going on, I, I, I didn't really think of myself as like a role player, like a, a player that had a role or a role that I preferred. And I definitely wasn't so like ham-fistedly in love with solo laning that I am now. But now that I am, and the fact that CCL never shows a solo lane. I'm like, oh man, I really wish I could just watch this in real time in client and then like go see what Rexar is doing up in top lane on Dragonshire because that's what I want to go see. I will say though that for the state of the game, I think solo lane is vastly improved over a year or two ago. We don't watch it because it's not all that exciting. Plus, uh, you know, when it comes to tournament play, there's a bit of nothing really matters before 10. 
because you sometimes a team looks awful and then they get heroics and you're like, oh, the Genji with the Emerald Wind divides the team and then you Dragon Blade. Now I see the point. But that whole drive there, you're like, what is, what's the plan? What's going on here? What's, yeah, what's, what's going to happen here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I, it's... I, I like it. I think that uh, in a way we've built a game with lane clears that make sense, which allow people to be freed up to visit the solo lane more often. The orb thing was nice, and then we're talking like three years ago, but the orb update to make sure that, you know, we could steal orbs and zone out orbs, and now the XP orb business. I don't really interact with it too, too much, but quest talents and all that is kind of built together to make a solo lane that is more interesting. And I'm sure there's people that would disagree, but I, I, I'm, I'm frankly very happy. Yeah, uh, I... You know, we're not seeing much of it, but like, <laughs> I'm watching icons on the mini map, and it looks like they they actually are like pushing things in and taking little risks, and yeah, it's a little more interesting than 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 the lane freezes used to be. But there's a couple of lane freezes. Like sometimes I see things like Deathwing into Johanna, and they run the Johanna as the offlaner, and that's just you let Deathwing push into you. So yeah. individual matchups, those are still going to. Yeah, still I'm not, situations not saying they're, gone, where, they're uh, gone entirely, but they used to kind of be like the the rule and not the exception. Yeah, and there's still sense. that Nazebo versus Nazebo situation where like you're farming their lane and they're farming yours. Nazebo versus Thrall is a good example of that, where he mm. wants to get stacks by killing things. Nazebo wants to get stacks, and both parties just kind of ignore just, each other. Just being gentlemen. Just yeah, like, oh, yes, like, yes, <laughs> Nazebo. No, by all means, you do you, I'll do me, and we'll we'll get mm -hmm. our stacks and uh, but when we see each other later during the team fight, we're going to pretend like we didn't have this gentleman's agreement. Okay. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yep. Thrall, Thrall hits the wind fury and just whoa, right past in and go late game, late game. And <laughs> <laughs> see you in the late game, Kyle. Just, just bye. Let's imagine you're, you're near Nazebo going past my, uh, I guess Rex are Ken kind of farm, but it's level four globe talent. Anyway, yeah, sometimes that example. <laughs> bad example but we play what we can yeah no ccl has been uh been interesting i uh i've been i've been trying to catch up a little bit in the morning because it's just like there's too much for me to watch in a sitting um and just like like we've changed man like our i feel like both of our sensibilities in regards to the game and and what we're looking for when we watch a game of ccl is so different for me for back when i was watching hgc yeah it's it's more digestible it's more at home impactful I'm, it could just be the state of the balance being what it is and showcasing what can be powerful. But at the same time, there's still things you just can't pull off at home. And that's nice. And I think we've recovered a little, little bit from that. I've First always, couple of weeks of the CCL, just ooh, it, was, it was messy. Everyone wanted to copy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I don't know. I think that's, I think that's fine. I know we, but back in the HCC days and now once again, now that CCL is back, like we'd like to talk about like, what can you apply and what can you probably not apply to your games at home? And I find that interesting. I don't think it's a bad thing when there are <laughs> comps or combinations on display in, in uh, coordinated play that just aren't feasible for a pickup game of storm lake. And I think that's fine. Like I want it to be a little different and it's like, I don't know. It's, it's variety at the end of the day. I'm not really saying anything <laughs> that I think is, is mind blowing here, but 
it's it's nice to see both. I get excited when my picks get picked because they're playing better than me. And I get excited when I see wild combinations that I've never seen come together in an actual game of heroes that I've played. So it's just well said uh, a thesis for the show. The, uh, but you're in school right now. What's the, what's the word? The, I think it starts with an S syllabus. 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 Yes. Everyone, if you will uh, turn to page two of the syllabus, you will um, see the purpose of into the nexus here. Yes. Uh, 50% of your grade will actually be uh, dependent on your understanding of it depends. I think it's based on attendance. As long as you download the show and listen, you're, you're already you're already mostly there. Actually, yeah. 75% of your grade is based on, do you download the show? Please download the show. Get your friends to download the show. The more of you that download the show, we could actually uh, sell some ads on this sucker. It'd be great. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm rapidly approaching the end of first semester, man. I, I'm ready for a break. Holy Congratulations. Butts. Holy butts. So much writing. I've never written this much in my life. Um... But yeah, man, um, we got, we've got our two week check-in, you know, we've got a good fat stack of stats to take a look at, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about, uh, the good old 2.0 days and, uh, we're going to take quite a few questions from you all. So we got a good, we got a good show for you today. Um, before we get into, we want to thank those of you who are supporting us on our Patreon. It's over at patreon.com slash ITN. Uh, you can get yourself some perks like access to our patron only discord, as well as sign up for our patron bonanza games, which are just, well, they're just a good time. It's a blast. It's a blasty blast. One might say. Yes. And uh, this next one is ARAM. So you best sign up when those signups go live. That's right. I forgot it was ARAM. I'm actually looking forward to this. Yeah. This is going to be goofy. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be long. <laughs> we'll see. There's no draft. So I think it'll equalize. I think we'll be okay. So I've, I've played some ARAM recently, but yeah, whatever the case is, um, check oh, it you out. Know, 30 minute game, but five minute draft plus uh, wait time. I think, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Unless we get all chromey or something. Oh my God. I almost want to see that. I either want it, it to would be, be fun the, at the start. I either want it to be the first game of the night or the last game of the night. I guess it'd be better than it was on release since the cores don't regenerate shields. Yes. Yes. But whatever the case is, check out the Patreon if you're interested in that. And we have some new patrons. We haven't had some new patrons in a while. So thank you to Xanu1860, if that is your real name, and the Shablam88. <laughs> Not sure why you're throwing shade at Xanu but letting Shablam off the hook for free. <laughs> I think the the 1860 just hyper specific or like Shablam 88. I'm just going to assume that's when this when this particular wonderful new boss of ours was born. I, I think that's what I tell Steam I'm from 1860. Yeah, just when whatever. You're, like when you're getting your, uh, when you're getting your, your sexy anime games, you you were born in 1860. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just what. Like Destiny, I think you got to do it for. You got to do it for a bunch of games on there. Oh, whatever. Oh, oh, now, now, now you're gonna send me off. Everyone listening at home, Kyle's so full of it, he doesn't know shit about Destiny. I gave this guy a free copy of Destiny Two, he never even opened it. That's true. That is true. <laughs> you know uh -huh. it's true. <laughs> it was a cool copy too, because I got it from a Destiny dev at Dragon Con. It's like in like a really standard packaging, and the disc looks like it was made in house. Looks like, like a burnt version of Destiny, but it has all this like not for resale official bungee stuff on it. It's it's kind of cool looking. I wish I had a better excuse than. 
<laughs> we all have those games, though. You know, I'm, I'm crazy about Darkest Dungeon. I'm crazy about Factorio. And people are like, uh-huh. yeah, that's that is absolutely my reaction to Darkest Dungeon. I do want to play Factorio. I just haven't made made time for it. That, that, it there's, there's co-op. There's co-op. This, for this it. may be the year because every holiday on a Steam sale, I go by myself like a busy toy soldier game. Like last year it was mm. Jurassic world evolution, which absolutely just whisked me away. And I don't know, every year before that, I have some version of Civ probably, but, um, but that's a good one. I always get a console or a, a controller game this year. I'm going to do Hades. I'm holding out for the holidays. Oh dude. I just started playing that. It's amazing. I, I hear it's a time sink. You know, I don't make recommendations to you lightly because you've shot down so many that I've made to you. Um, <laughs> I think you'll like Hades. I think it is your jam. I like Dead Cells a lot, so it looks it looks good to me. Cool. Well, rad. Well, thank you for the support, everybody, for supporting this podcast and also maybe uh, helping us buy a, a game or two that we just rambled on about. So check it out. Patreon.com slash IT and you want to support this here podcast. And uh, now, Kyle, let's let's get into this week's news. We're on, boys! <laughs> let's liven up this place! The moment is upon us. Yes, I'd mana tap that. As would I, Kale Thos, as would I. Maybe. I'm not sure what he's referencing, but... No, me neither. <laughs> Have we mentioned that you're running the tweets on Hotslogs? Have we made mentions? No, no, yeah, we you're, haven't. We haven't. You follow Hotslogs on Twitter, everybody. Your, yours today made me laugh. <laughs> the one you put out today was very funny. I mean, you just look up whatever the top hashtags are for the day and see what you can come up with. You, you got me, man. You, I was just like, oh, oh, that's that's clever. That's Playing clever. the game. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. Well done, sir. Well done. Uh, but yeah, dude. So it's been it's been a full two weeks since a patch. We like to you know take another look at it. We probably won't spend as much time on it this week since we kind of talked about it a little bit last week since I had been gone the week before. Um, but. Yeah, um, as far as buffs, we've got some downward movement on buffed heroes, which we we talked about Alex Straza last week, but she's still down. Hasn't really course corrected. Yeah. Just too vulnerable with those circle businesses, but I'm excited to see what sort of, you know, I mean, kind of feels like she's perhaps in the big rework town. I would struggle to think of anybody else who needs that attention more, actually. Um, I'm just going to keep yelling Zagara until we yeah, get a sure, Zagara sure. rework. Um, I think I'm, I think I've made peace with Arthas. I think I kind of dig where Arthas is right. I know he's a super niche pick, but I get excited when I see him. I don't see him very often, but like it happens and you're like, Oh, good choice. And it's something you're gonna have to deal with. I don't know. I kind of, I'm kind of, I think he found a home and I'm okay. Even if it's like a home you don't visit very often. Yeah, and he has that kind of off-lane potential now, uh, being able to survive for some of the more squirrely off-laners that go against him. In fact, you would really enjoy it. There's a good chunk of players that are going for Embrace Death at level 16. That's your uh, shoot a death coil and deal damage and heal more the lower Arthas' current health is. Maximum to 100% bonus. Oh, uh, level 16. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this has always been, I think this is one of the first talents I, which is funny because I don't remember the name now, but I used to, I, I, one of the first talents I remember committing to memory, um, because I was just laughing, uh, intentionally taking damage so that I could blast someone for a giant death coil. It's really, really fun. And people are using it with army of the dead. So if you want to play that style, basically 
pop army of the dead, don't kill any ghouls, run and run and run and run in, and then see if you can get a sweet embrace death before you start spamming those ghouls down. And then you have more ghouls to be dealing damage during that team fight. Of course, this is, you know, versus like Kael'thas and Jaina's, you're going to lose all your ghouls, so it's dependent. Yeah, doesn't seem to be working out in the win rate overall, but... Sure sounds fun. It's like a, it's like a budget Zul'jin. Like build your own Zul'jin. Yeah, yeah. I just I like when the Bruisers have the ability to just get that snipe that character that's gonna get away. It's a nice job to take off the tank. Well, it's too, especially nice when it's on an ability like Death Coil, which is just point and click. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But uh, Malganus slightly down. I mean, barely. What is he down? Like point three. Not even a full percent. Yeah, I contributed to that. That's my fault. <laughs> that was me. All point three percentage of Malganus's backslide on hotslogs.com is brought to you by one Kyle Ferguson. Well, I contributed my what, what my three losses this last week. Uh, it was not it was not a good idea. I like to think it's my fault because I talk so much smack about Malganus. So every time you get on here as a storm, you're like, I'll freaking show Garrett. I'm gonna pick <laughs> as much as Maybe. I can and I'm gonna style on these fools. And then I mean, you're, uh, you are responsible for 90% of the stitches picks in our community. <laughs> you know, that's another I would le- legitimately love to see a rework on is stitches. I think he's good. I think he's great. I, I don't. I don't think stitches needs. I, I think a soft rework more than a, like a full on like back to the drawing board. Like you gotta have a hook, of course. But but yeah, that's another one that's kind of in the back of my mind. And I don't know. Thinking about reworks again recently, but but yeah. But uh, in, in terms of buffs, I mean, Leoric and Varian and Falstad all all received buffs, and they're all up in win rate overall in the past two weeks. Yep, so- Sylvanas and Dahaka went up a tiny, tiny bit, given their off picks now being a little more viable. And when it came to our nurse, Steven Gazler broke down about 3%, and they're both doing perfectly fine. I love how tame both of those nerfs were and allowed them to continue to participate. Yeah, and those are, I mean, they were overperforming, right? Like, yeah. I mean, Gazler's still actually sitting on top of the pile. Um, you know, if we set the filter to the last two weeks, I mean, he's... Still number one. Oh, hey, Kyle. Oh, man. Look at this. It's just Garrett's two favorite picks in the world. I've been the number one, number one, number two spots. It's great. You don't play Diva. Oh, Uther? No, Gal. If, if you set the filter to just the most recent patch, it's Gazlo Rexar on top. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Look at that. Impactful solo lanes. Or <laughs> Gazlo running in the four man, which happens and, pretty often. And number three, the hero who has been absolutely just raining on my parade recently, which is Deathwing. Literally raining. Literally raining and figuratively. Um, it the Deathwing is very much the hero that has been picked against me the most that I think I have the lowest win rate against right now. He has led to an outbreak of solo tank Leorix. In yes. order to well, I, I you know it's deal with him. Which came first, the Deathwing or the CCL? Because I think both are somewhat uh, responsible for the rise of Leoric that we've seen. That's true. I don't think i've seen a game with a leoric that is the tank player in the four man anyway as the front line because i think there was like a blaze but that was double soaking and all that sort of business it, i mean there's usually that his stock is just up right like death when yeah. it's played why wouldn't you want leoric people are figuring it out there's great leorics on display every weekend to go and learn from and the cherry on top leoric got buff with the most recent patch yeah yeah i like it 
I, I'm, ah, dude, I, I might try it. I might, despite your warnings, I may sign myself up for some rage. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Deathwing would make it way, way easier. A big hitbox, a slow character <laughs> for the entomb. That's fair. But, Maybe just blindly pick him when the Deathwing gets gets snapped. You're like, all right, yeah. I'll, I'll Leoric here. And I, I have one job. I know what that job is, and it's easy to execute. I think that would feel good. I, and, and plus, you don't have to count teleports and like, you know, you end up picking an early Leoric and then they go Lee Mings and stuff. And it's just so disappointing. Yeah. Uh, all right, projection time, Kyle. Who oh? do you think they're coming for for nerfs next? Oh, you just mean in general? Like, who do you think's up up next on the on the chopping block for nerfs? And it doesn't have to be just based off this. You know, you factor in CCL, what we're seeing over there. Hmm. I do think there's a lot of respect around Cassia, and. She's a weird one. She's frustrating just as someone who enjoys her, but doesn't want to get yelled at. Because it feels like every two weeks, you are horribly wrong with your build. How dare you? Right now we're in Thunderstroke. <laughs> right now we're in Thunderstroke Town. We're actually doing pretty full Q builds. And it's completely different than what we were doing when Cassie got reworked or right after that first nerf hit. Or that first buff hit, too. But I do think that maybe... All lightning is doing too much. And she is not. And unlike Phoenix, she isn't impossible to just add to your roster. If you're playing Rainer and Vala and Greymane and stuff like that. Mm. So that's factoring in the CCL. That's where I go. Of course, this Gazlo is really, really up there. I'd be curious. Yeah, I don't think they're done with the, him yet. No. And I'm curious where the team would see the issue. Uh, because it could be things we're not really thinking about. It might not be the build. It could just be the flat damage on his death laser. Explodium or, charge is just good. Yeah, it does it, do good work. It has good. The range is just good enough. It can be made even better with a level one talent. Um, and it like it's a big AOE stun that because of this, that how much quicker now it actually goes off. It is just really consistent to land that stun. And that's what I'm afraid they're going to go for because it's like the number one reason I even want to pick Gazzle in the first place. There are some personal things. We all have our various heroes. We just don't want to fight. Though we might have decent win rates against them. For me, that's Imperius. I think Imperius is perfectly fine the way he is. I think his balance is acceptable. I am right there with you. I'm having a hard time I against would... him. I'm seeing. I'm going against a lot of Imperiuses and they they really make me struggle. But... Uh, yeah, I, I, I think he's okay. Like, I think like, you have to be good. And, you know, you can still juke the spear. No, I hate it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. This is like, I really agree garage. with you, man. I'm really picking up on what you're laying down, which is like, I hate everything about this, and it is perfectly fair in my mind. Yeah. Just like, oh, this just makes me so mad. But it is okay, and it can stay. Here he says a local Nathan Zuljan. Let that sink in for a second. Junkrat is fine, though seeing a lot of uh, carry potential as even the solo assassin. I think he's complex enough and perfectly fine. In fact, I think you can switch between Junkrat and Chromie pretty freely as they're both kind of set up magey range heroes. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I anecdotally have not seen the the uptick in Junkrat that I was fearing 
last week. Me neither. I do think... I do think that the bruiser role has really done a number on ranged or melee assassins. So you know how I said I was thinking a lot about about reworks? Mm -hmm. And I promise this isn't just because of my belly aching about Kerrigan earlier, but like Kerrigan is like kind of at the forefront of my mind of like I realize she's doing well right now, but just the way she works like as this like she has one combo to give and then that's kind of it for a while. I uh, I think of her, but then she makes me think of like Thrall and these kind of like moldy, not quite full bruiser roles. That's an interesting thought. That's an interesting comparison because Thrall, if balanced differently in the self-regeneration department, would feel like Kerrigan. But Thrall's health is always going up and always moving around. Kerrigan has a harder time holding on to her shields for a longer period. And of course, you know, interacting with your own health is quite difficult. There's some heroes like Sammy and Genji that I just... Greymane too. You don't need self-healing. I don't want you to self-heal. I, I want you to continue your, your risky lifestyle. Yeah, I think that's where, like, if they lean into what we used to describe as specialist territory, that's when I've got a little more leeway on them not really being a full-on bruiser right like if, if it's too weird like even Ragnaros kind of has this like Ragnaros has this big kind of spike burst heal that sometimes works but other times doesn't but because he's so good at the, the, the you know the stall tactics in the lane game like I think it's fine I think he brings enough else with him but I don't know there's somebody like I'm looking at the thralls and the Kerrigans of the world being like I, don't, I just don't know when I would pick you over other options this is completely unstructured. I haven't taken the time to think about this too much. No, I, 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 will, I, will, I will double down on this. Yeah, this is not in the notes. We are, we are kind of, we're riffing right now. But I think taking Illidan into the bruiser role could be really fun given that he's yet another global option. And if I were to make a snap decision today, I would take any of his self-healing and put it on sweeping strike so that we get it off the auto attack, thereby getting rid of these crazy comps. He tries to exist inside of the annoyance of him attaching to you for too long and feeling like there's no window where you can counteract him when he's winning. Otherwise he just sucks. And most people agree that they don't want to ill it on their team. Mm, Yeah. It's a big gamble, right? Um, that's interesting. Yeah, Illidan entered my mind as well, but then I was like, do, do, do we need a second major rework for old Illidan? I, I think the I answer think is that, actually yes. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm following you here. I think that Betrayer's Thirst affecting ability cooldowns is cool enough, and getting auto attack heals for every auto attack is kind of World of War, or at least uh, Warcraft 3, because, you know, you got your Mask of Death on, and you're, you know, running your running your illidan your what, what was he demon hunter he, right demon yeah he's a demon <laughs> diablo they both have demon hunters, he is whatever. the demon hunter <laughs> the demon hunter the first demon hunter in the lore anyway with the well of eternity and all that sort of business i i think that the cooldown reduction is so sweet auto attacks often don't 
perform well in the first place. Can we restructure that? Plus, he's got evasion, too. Like, there is a lot of survivability on this guy. And I don't want him to have a huge health pool. But look at Kira, who isn't a bruiser, but absolutely rocks himself healing. Yeah, so I was trying to pick, pick up Kira, and my control left failed me. Um, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I think... Illidan is strange, right? Like you, you talk about these ridiculous comps and we could bring it back to Arthas, you know, kind of kicked off this conversation by saying he kind of has a spot and it's very niche. What, but why is it we're okay with that? But not, but not Illidan. Is it, is it because Arthas's niche is more of kind of reactionary to the opposing comp and Illidan asks too much of you to draft around him? That could be of his, of his own team. That is. I also have to acknowledge for any Illidan fans out there that I know taking away his auto attack self heal would ruin a lot of his campability. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we can make that sweeping strike also heal off minion waves and her hero, hero or enemy hit. And then we could get him in infernal shrines. That'd be kind of interesting. So a, a, a thought experiment for sure. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you do just lose th- portions of the identity and reworks. Um, yeah, I mean, most recently with Gazlo, it was like the the the, uh, the length of the turrets existing. That was a big sore spot for a lot of folks, and made me concerned yeah, at the very beginning. And I just I just had to be like, I don't know, I just had to change the way I thought about the hero. But it's not like they lost camp ability, right? And I think it would kind of stink if Illidan lost his his ability to go camp. Yeah, and funny that that for Gazlo was gotten over so fast. I think for me, it was rocket socket, the interactive play with dropping short living turrets, but knowing that I could be in melee because of that move really energized the character. Yeah. Yeah. And how that synergizes if you took the game hunter or the, uh, what's the level 16, they give you spell power. And the more you wail on people, the longer your turrets last. Like there's a lot of potential synergy there. Once you figure out how to keep yourself safely in melee range on post rework Gaslow. Oh, he's a jerk too. He's, he's a great little bully. Like you'll have a late game mecha Lord Gaslow running at you. And as a tank, you're like, I'll be fine. What? Wait, what's this? Gaslow, Gaslow, please. Why am I poisoned? But this doesn't make sense. Where did this come from? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell happened with Phoenix, man? Phoenix has just been running amok. He's been consistently climbing the win rates, and I'm seeing him in like all my games. Um, uh, I don't have an answer for you. I know he's hard to play. Uh, it, 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 my perspective is heavily, heavily warped by learning to play on stream, which is not the smartest thing to do all the time. You, know, you should you should you should stream with confidence and show things you're already good at, not go about you know showing what you're bad at and trying to improve. Sometimes, sometimes you get good advice, but nobody can decide on what the Phoenix build is in Twitch chat, and it just turns into a fight. Mm-hmm. I hate getting kited by him on tank. I think he is very very powerful. He has that teleport when we're talking about Leoric there, like just one more hero that's jumping out of your tomb. Oh yeah, let, I mean, let's see what. Uh, so he has a hundred percent win rate with two picks in the CCL. So it's not like that is really. I mean, what Lunar has four picks with a hundred percent win rate. No, and is five. I'm surprised I'm seeing him so much because popularity on on Hot Logs is freaking four and a half percent. 
not a popular yeah. hero. Um, it's hard. Like, I feel like I just wasn't seeing him forever and now I'm seeing him quite a bit. And yeah, it, like, I don't know. It's, it's funny you talk about him being difficult to play because he is. Because I, I was, you could probably go back to when he was added to the game. And I think we were both like, oh man, it's so much fun to play. I love the kit. Love it. He's got the, the teleport. I don't think I've so quickly done a 180 on, no, I am not worthy of playing this hero. Like, I love, I was like, yeah, this is great. I feel so awesome. And then I saw a good Phoenix. I was like, oh, oh, I'm trash. Okay, I'm doing this hero a disservice. I should probably never pick this hero again. I've had a disconnect with Phoenix since he came out. Plasma Cutter is a... Oh, just talking about him, so he's in my brain. But it feels like a Gazlo ability. But I don't know what else you get. Like, I love the teleport, and that's from StarCraft with with the Stalkers, I believe they're called. And that was the evolution of the Dragoon. So, you know, that was kind of... That was kind of nice. I, I enjoy that teleporting Rainer. And the switching modes was kind of cute. You know, I like that the little guns on the bottom had their job and the big gun up top had its job. That was nice flavor, but I feel like I'm playing that Mario Crazy Cutter Mario Party game. But it doesn't leave anything on the ground. Which is actually like pretty silly because there's a bunch of, you know, you're moving around, there's a bunch of swirls all over. I'm not, not going to ask, but I have no idea what that is. Like, okay, well, yeah. uh, I, I won't bother explaining it. Yeah, Mario Party 1, you know, 1998 or something like that. Enjoy I, yourself. I am one of those uh, soulless individuals that has never liked Mario Party. Uh, that's fine. You, most people don't like uh, Monopoly. I, I don't Sm- blame Smash you. Brothers has existed um, for our generation basically as long, and I never understood why you would pick one over the other. <laughs> Kids, uh, people younger than you. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was, that was main. It, it brought more people together, you know? Fair. And, and and everyone had like the, the blue shell moments, right? Like imagine if a uh, party shows up to your house, everyone wants to play DDR, but you're allowed to push people off the pad. Like that's what it's like. You know? <laughs> the best people, you get to push them once in a while. Like, Kyle, there's nothing stopping you from physically assaulting the person playing games with you. It doesn't matter what the game is. You can, you can annoy them uh, in the real world and, and hurt their chances of winning. We see that in GoldenEye all the time. <laughs> I guess I could screen peeking, right? They won't know today. They won't know. <laughs> or you just, you just knock them over, knock them off there. But your, your you know, now that I think about it, I clearly have a personal issue with circles. I <laughs> have a hard time on Mephisto and a hard time with plasma cutter. And I've all, and I've been, I've been able to cheat on Zuljin because I fire the glaives sideways. I don't face my target. I kind of stand and then it shoots sort of in a straight line nearby because I cast it sideways. And that made Zul'jin work for me. Still a still kind of a like made up ability. Like I was like, oh, yeah. But what else are you going to do? Like he has axes for auto attacks. He throws an axe to mark you. He heals. And they're like, well, I mean, we can't have just axes that go in a straight line. We've already done that twice. He's going to chuck to his left arm. That, uh, is that I, the arm that Zildjian loses his left or his right? I don't remember. I, I don't really know how. Just the rips arm it off lost. and throws it at you, and then it regenerates. Yeah. And it makes a new Zildjian. That, that happened in the lore, right? <laughs> I don't believe that's the case. And he's cosplaying as Zeratul when he loses his arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not, Kyle? We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Um, so, personal issue with circles. Okay. Uh, does this, does this ex- extend to Alex Straza? 
Uh, no, no, because that's a that's an AOE. That's a, you know that's blizzards. That's flame strikes. That's so not AOE circles. Okay, circles so line based, based on, circles. So you have no issue right. with blizzard, but you have an issue with ring of frost. No, that's not centered on me. Uh, I can also Deathwing roar for the fear. I forget the name of the ability at the moment, but something about me being in the center and able to move this circle. I think it just leaves me with so much indecision that I quit the character. Mm. Fair. Fair. So. Well, nice. But yeah, <laughs> no, nothing, no, nothing really has surprised me too much. We haven't seen massive shifts, like really overall. Maybe the biggest no. one is, is D.Va falling down into reasonable win rate territory. Is kind of the biggest shift is 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 Diva's win rate going down. But like you said, she's still fine. Um, yeah, when we're looking at win rates, we got a Urel that's jumped up five to six percent, which makes sense with how much she's on display and her play style is very copyable. Basically, copy this play style or you're doing it wrong. And Blaze in the same way makes sense because everyone goes, Blaze, ooh, ooh, can we bunker? I mean, we've done that on our own team here a number of times. and been like, let's bunker. This is a great opportunity. Oh, no, we don't know how to bunker. No, no one's going to get in that thing. Uh, that being said, Blaze, not, not doing so hot. Pun intended. No. Yeah, yeah not, not the best down there. But, yeah, I mean, Diva's the, the furthest movement, and it's, it's, it's downward, but... I don't I don't I don't think there should be a fire sale on on Diva picks right now by any means. No, she's still fine. She's still great. Yeah. Um so we'll we'll see what happens. So you you think Gazel will see more nerfs, which I completely agree with. And what was your other pick? We'll check in on a week. Or well we'll check in when we actually get a patch, I guess. We don't know if it'll be Yeah, we should two weeks out is usually our cadence. Wait, what's uh, what's the season actually? We're getting darn close. We have one week left in the season. It's I don't know been. if that means it's one of those week weeks where like the switched over to one week today. Which are they means really going to swap it over on uh, Thanksgiving slash Shadowlands release week? They're going to be like, all right, everybody, we know, we know how much you play War. They know they can see how much we play Warcraft characters. They know where our fandoms lie, Kyle. I don't. I think we're going to see another ninja surprise. The, the season has been extended. It's also kind of been just the way this year has panned out with hero seasons. I don't know about that. I think, I think our darling dev team uh, is aware that we don't particularly care. Do your thing. <laughs> uh, certainly for me, I won't be participating in World of Warcraft ah, at the is. opening. There it is. There uh, it you is. know, I mean, I want to do the vampire zone. That looks fun. Listen, Kyle, if you aren't logging in at every... Let's see. In two hours to go get your bag off a of Bron Jam and out in Ice Crown, what are you really doing with your life? Not getting the bag, apparently. I didn't know there was a bag. The biggest bag can be gotten right now as part of the pre-patch event. And I have definitely parked all of my alts where this Bob this Bob mob spawns. Uh, that's dim. <laughs> I'm really can, selling you, right? Listen, man, you got to come back to World of Warcraft. You can park your alts in Ice Crown and get a big bag. You got to get a bag, man. Like, you know, this might lead well into our next conversation a little bit, but that is paper thin. That what is paper thin? 
like the bag clearly isn't. It can hold so much stuff, Kyle. If it was made of paper, that stuff wouldn't stay in the bag. No, I'm saying that is that is greedy. That that disturbs me. It's one thing to be like, hey, we have a show. We're we're releasing our show weekly. Week, you're used to that on TV and stuff. And by the way, there's going to be nine episodes. And I'm like, all right, I see what you did there. You got month, month, and then a week, and you're going to make me pay for three months. Okay, clever. Clever. Welcome to HBO's business model. But making people log in early, start their sub early to get a bag. And of course, you don't want to be without a bag because it sucks running out of inventory space. That's messed up. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, part of the pre-patch, which is all. There's always some big hypey pre-patch, dude. It's, it's the way of things. This is the way. I know. I know. This is the way, which you also wouldn't know because you're not watching The Mandalorian right now because you're just too cool for school. You're too and, hipster and the, and the, to, to go farm bags with me in Ice Crown, and you're too hipster to watch The Mandalorian week to week. Um, and the wings system, and you got to like it. It always goes for slightly longer than a month. It's, 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 it's a little twisted. <laughs> so you think, you, you think the, we are really are one week out from the end of the season? I, I do think so. I don't, I, we never got BFA Jaina, and that to me is evidence enough that the Heroes <laughs> team does not play along, does not, uh, uh, oh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a sailor term. Uh, cotton. <laughs> it's completely escaped me, but uh, they do not play those games. They, they do not, they do not worry about the whims of the people. They're going to put out what they want to, what they plan when they're damn ready. I think we're going to see an extension on the season. Okay. All right. Well, there's there's our bet. We'll we'll, we'll what we'll put a Twitch points up for grabs. Twi- yeah, Twitch points. I'll yeah. You can I'll force me to pick. Points. You can force me to pick the hero. You know, I damn well do not want to pick an A Ram if I lose. There we go. Perfect. And if I it, wait, that's if I win. What do you get if you win? Uh, I get to tell you to no. You do not get to pick Malganis in one game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I get to force you to pick a hero of my choice. And you get one get out of Malganus. One, one Malganus veto. I go. With, I okay. go with no, Kyle. I would like a tank that protects me. Thank you. I like this. This yeah. is a, this is a good. This is a good bet. I like this. <laughs> I wouldn't make a play Destiny two. That is not equal. It's <laughs> a lot more hours. <laughs> you must play and beat Destiny two. You must play and beat. Yeah, you could do a relic. That's a weekendable goal for sure. But is it? Oh my goodness! It's like a Halo length campaign, man. It's not that long. Well, speaking of other games, uh, business models, <laughs> business models, other games. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this to my attention. A uh, a post went up on the Here's the Storm subreddit uh, from user Produnce, which is such a great name, by the way, um, talking about uh, how good the Heroes 2.0 launch was uh, under the umbrella comparison of we'll just call it what it is a shit show that is going on currently over on Hearthstone with their new, uh, battle pass system. So tell me about what's happening at Hearthstone. Um, yeah, I mean, it basically got a battle pass and luckily you and I had a very short lived show about apex legends. And so we at least had you, I know you at least have some semblance of uh, experience with the battle pass because I think that's the only damn game you've ever played that has one. A Magic the Gathering Arena has one. Oh, you're right. Um, yes. I've never bought it. 
Yes. Well, I mean, most battle passes have a free track and then a paid track that like levels up sure. faster or you get extra things or both. Um, if you, if you buy into it, um, I'd rather enjoy call of duties, for example. Um, but, uh, so Hearthstone got, got theirs and it was all, it, and, and like, essentially there is this giant upheaval of the, the free to play economy of the game of the way that you make gold, which you can then go buy packs with, which can get you cards. Or if you already have the cards can get you dust to then go craft cards you want. Um, you know, none of that has changed. There's still gold. There's still dust. There's still card packs. That is all still there. But the way you acquire it now is different. Um, because there is this rewards track is what you're calling it, but it's a battle pass for all intents and purposes. It is a battle pass. You now get X. So Kyle, you, you've played Hearthstone before previous system. I'm sure you were aware of the fact that you got quests and those quests when you completed them gave you gold. Right. And that was it. That was, that was as simple as it was. Do the thing the quest is asking you to do. You get gold. Now, Kyle, you do a quest, you get XP, which levels up the battle pass to towards the next level. And then when you hit it every level, there's either gold or card packs or what have you rewards to be had. Um, and there's just mostly the shortest way I can wrap this up for you is that there was a lot of concern uh, about not getting as much gold as we were getting with the previous system and a lot of promises and reassurances made by the dev team that no, 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 you will, you will get, more than you currently get. And then it has come out and it is essentially the math has worked out to be, no, that is 100% not the case. We're actually getting less than we got before. And so everyone is supremely angry uh, hmm. about this. And I say everyone, I'm talking generally. I'm trying to trying to wrap this up in a brief time. This isn't Hearthstone Show, this is Heroes of the Storm Show, but it's an interesting conversation that popped up in the Heroes community because I I like 2.0, but I don't, I don't think of it as this thing that was universally adored by the player base. Yeah. Well, it was an odd system. I mean, we all admit, I think, that our pocketbooks opened less after 2.0. We all dressed up. The game looked more uh, fastidious. It was, it was more exciting. There were mounts. Everyone had mounts. Everyone had skins. The, the game felt and looked more alive. But there was a lot of ways to just circumvent spending real money. Yeah, and yet, not I. I never thought it was the most fulfilling ways. Like I still don't like gems. I still just wish I could just go buy things I want the way we used to, which was just like this is how much it costs. Do you have your credit card attached to your Battle.net account? Cool, make a purchase. Yeah, um, I definitely spent way more money pre two point oh than I have post two point oh. That's funny, because uh, in arcades it works on me. Like you tell me to put quarters in the machine, I'm starting to get a little nervous. But you, I swipe my card. I'll, I'll spend 20 bucks in no time at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, there's nothing I hate more than having to go buy preset amount of currency and then have to go buy something with that new currency and it's never one-to-one. I always have to buy more currency than I need because nothing costs as much as you can actually go purchase. Like everything that you yeah. buy in Heroes of the Storm is fewer gems than you actually can. You have to always buy more gems than you need and you always have random leftover gems that just sit there and collect dust. And totally. if you recall, there was talk about, oh, well, now that it's, there's gems, we will be able to, to award that. And they have never awarded us gems that I can remember. Yeah, I think we may have made that assumption, but it, it feels like something we may have heard once. I remember reassuring people after 2.0 that that could be the case now that they couldn't gift us real money. 
because that would be messy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so does, is the battle pass for Hearthstone a real, like, I pay X amount, now I'm a battle pass member, or do I... No, it's for everyone. To- but if you buy the tavern pass you level up your rewards track faster. You start with a base 10% increase and then every X amount of levels, there's like another 5% bonus to be picked up that you only have access to if you bought into it. And there's also unique cosmetic rewards. Um, You can get new hero portraits that you can only get by hitting certain levels if you bought into the tavern pass. So if you hit those levels and you didn't buy in, there's essentially an upper tier and a lower tier. And lower tier, everyone gets it as long as you hit those levels upper tier they're going to level a little bit faster and there's a few extra things along the way but they're all cosmetic they are kind of cool though there as it's funny enough there's a cool tierist jaina at level 40 that i freaking want so there is there is that uh, on the hearthstone side of things um but so so why are you curious about that Curious about what well, because it's the, the same company. I we've mm. talked about a battle pass for Here's the Storm for quite some time, particularly when they became popular after Apex Legends and all that sort of thing. It was the new loot box system, and yeah, we also never hit our that summer update, which I know is it was a mistake on the team side. They they made a statement, a promise that they did not fulfill, and that's happened to every single team. I don't blame them for that, but I was always curious to see what their new level up system was going to be for the heroes for the new player introduction. I think that those system designers are shared between the teams. We know that is semi true to an extent, and they've been working on other systems, maybe like the hearthstone system that just launched in which case possibly there is a world where this could come here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing like to me, I I don't know. I found this interesting and like, I don't think 2.0 is inherently bad. Um, Like my single biggest issue is just gems. They just annoy me. Everything else I think is fine. Um, I do think it seems a little, again, out of date um, because when it came out, it was like it was like the last breath for loot box mania. Right. Yeah. Like shortly after that, we started seeing like countries ban the entire idea of a loot box and and the whole thing where you had to like divulge your odds of whatever your blind boxes were and and, and so on and so forth. So. Like looking at it now, I think it's more or less fine. But this this post on Reddit just it's it's really had my brain churning. Where I just go, you know, it's interesting, and I don't necessarily disagree with 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 the author. But at the same time, to me, this like Heroes is the type of game that seems just ripe for something like a battle pass system. Sure, that's true. It's fascinating that uh, I fell out of like playing Hearthstone really hard uh, when I lost Malganus, basically. So whenever that set was. That was goblins versus gnomes? Yes, that sounds right that to was, me. I had a Dr. Doom, I think. Dr. Boom? Yep, yep, that's GBG. Yeah, yeah. I think Malganus yeah, yeah, is yeah. GBG. Pretty sure Malganus because is GBG. It was so difficult to remake that deck with their system, mainly because the way I wanted to play was get my gold, go to arena, turn that into as much as possible. Mm. And arena was just stingy with the RNG factors. Yeah. It's, it's funny that I, I appreciate and I'm more thankful for magic, the gathering nowadays because their drafts let me keep the cards 
So when I think about what sort of system they could make for a Heroes of the Storm battle pass, I I, I lose a little bit because the card system, cards in packs are loot boxes. But my favorite games with these loot boxes, these card packs, allow me to circumvent that in a way, in that case, draft and Magic Arena. So I'm wondering, like, what could they do that allows me to get what I want out of their system? Do I get three Li Ming cards and now I can, they forge together and make a Li Ming and I own Li Ming? Would that be enough? Or are battle passes just these absolutely, as you say, cosmetic tracks where I might unlock additional portraits, maybe a skin, maybe a mount along the way? Well, in which case, it's very easy. Even with Hearthstone, because like whether people like it or not, because to, to me, again, the, the easiest way I can sum up the concern over there is they're just not providing enough currency. But you get both. If if you bought in, you get both, uh, like currency for the game, like in-game currency to go do whatever you want with, and cosmetic rewards. If you didn't buy in, all you're getting is currency to go do what you want with or card packs. Um, you're not getting like unique cosmetic rewards. But like, and something like that to me could work in Heroes of the Storm. It's, it seems like yeah. Why not give us shards or gold or whatever, and then also maybe have some unique skins or whatever. Now, the game is at a point where development is slower than it used to be, and so it kind of seems difficult to picture something like that. Uh, yeah, you know, so many more unique skins and and whatnot. But um, th- this is much more in a perfect world scenario, right? We're now, I'm not, this conversation not being had is something that I think is realistically achievable. If that makes sense. No, it would feel all the more twisted. If here's the storm came out and was like, we have so much content behind a paywall and we're going, no way, wait, wait, you need so much content to take away all this currency I have in the first place. And then I'll be curious about your paywall. And that's where I think I'm, interested in Heroes of the Storm. I'm sitting on 100,000, uh, 100,005 gold right now. I've got 3,000 leftover shards. I've got 3,000 triangles. Uh, wait, triangles? triangles? I've got 3,000 gems. Shards. Yes. I've got 3,000 of both of those shapes. And there's nothing I want. And, gra- and, and granted, we're coming up on the end of the season, so I'm going to go on a big crafting palooza. Because I'm going to grab my Arthas that I didn't get in a loot box. I'm going to think about that SCV Gaslo. I already got myself the Death Skin made because it made her more playable. I might even pick up that Anduin. Like, there's stuff that I want, but I am, I am a patient man. <laughs> How can they take away my monies in-game? Kyle will have a PS5 in 2027, everybody. You know what? The games still be there. I mean, maybe not. Maybe they won't support them and it'll be like, you know, I got to get a PS20 or something like that. <laughs> and then we will not be up to the PS20 in 2027. But, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's interesting. Um, yeah. Like, well, thank you for giving me the rundown on what's happening over yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. To me, like, I don't know. Like, I want to look at this. Like, are we still happy with two point? I mean, like overall, like, I think it's fine. Like to me, it's just the way heroes works now. Um, but, but I don't, I don't think it's like the best system ever. Um, it's just, they also don't phase out my heroes. I guess they do reworks, but you know, they don't say new season, everyone. Uh, let's, uh, let's go back to the bottom of the assassins list. Uh, you know, uh, 
Falstad, Rainer, Nova, Sergeant Hammer, Vala, and these are all legacy heroes now, I mean, so you can yeah. only play them in quick match. The, by by virtue of the way Heroes of the Storm works, like it's, it is just difficult difficult to compare it to a card game. Period, especially a card game with rotating sets, depending on what format you're playing, like Hearthstone, right? Like Heroes of the Storm can really be a severely long term game for you because everything you unlock, it is permanent. It is yours. It is yours forever. Like you could eventually have everything. And it's just yours to have, right? Like nothing rotates out, you know, new things get added and then you need to go get them. But like at the end of the day, we, you know, the new things that are added, the, the, the speed at which they're just cosmetic, it's, we get so much more of that a year than we do a hero, especially now, you know, we get, we end up with two heroes this year. That's going to be amazing. And the reworks. Well, yeah, but if you already, the, 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 I'm talking about like the economy. Oh, of the game. Owning if you own a hero yeah. and it gets reworked, you still own that hero. That's a good point. So, like that's, that's actually like, like here's a storm. A- like overall, and especially over a long enough period of time, because we basically have as much time as we want to kind of play with this. Like it is just a healthy game. Uh, I think on, from a free to play standpoint. Yeah, can we take a moment to say that? Like, I, I, I wonder if you know people are like, oh, Diva, I've, I never bought her. I'm going to buy Diva now that she's reworked. But for like. We're not whales. Uh, what? What? We're we're uh, we're uh, coral. We're uh, those little uh, plankton. Uh, like like what clownfish live in? Um, <laughs> coral. Like we. I'm just I'm just sitting, sitting here, <laughs> and everything I own keeps getting updated. It's like oh, thank you. That's nice. Kyle is uh, oh. one of the one of the pirates in the, the the second or third pirates that's on the Flying Dutchman that just looks like they've been sitting on the bottom of the ocean for so long that barnacles have taken over. Except instead of wearing like you know a tricorner hat, he's wearing a Heroes of the Storm T-shirt and yeah, barnacles you know, have yeah, taken part, over it. Part of the game, part of the crew, and you know, they <laughs> go through right, it. They, they buff and they rework, and I'm like, oh, well, that's like, you just came into my house and replaced my lamp for free. That was great. Like it, it honestly, it's kind of an insane business model. Yeah, it's kind of old school in that way, and I dig it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. None of this to me was like a harsh criticism from my standpoint, except gems. <laughs> I don't like gems. <laughs> I could, I could do with them to just go bye bye. Um, but, but everything else, yeah, I think Heroes is very friendly for folks that don't want to dump a bunch of money into the game. Well, I really appreciate this talk because these things do reverberate. Yeah, when. There's hate on Blizzard, there's hate on all the games, and it leaks into the other games. So thank you for the same rundown of what's happening at Hearthstones. When I see these arguments come up in these YouTube videos, I can go, oh, it, it's okay. Yeah, and honestly, I think the, the, the bones of the system over on Hearthstone are great. They just need to, I think, drastically up the rewards. Yeah. I think it's just, it's more of a, in my opinion, it's more of a question of an economy, of, of an issue with the economy of it than it is with the actual system itself. But, uh, Anger Chicken, go check it out. We did a big old Very talk cool. about it yesterday. But um, but yeah, before we uh, get into your emails, and we're going to probably talk some more game systems. Game systems seem to be on people's minds right now. and Because uh, I saw one of them, a uh, question about it down in, the, uh, down in the email section. But before we do that, Kyle, we have a sponsor today. We, sponsor we do. How's your feet feeling? My feet are feeling great. You know why? Why? Because I got rocking socks on. You have rocking socks? I believe they're called Bombas socks. They are called Bombas Socks. <laughs> Bombas Socks are rocking. Is that what you're trying to tell me? They rock in Bombas Socks. <laughs> I'm rocking the Bombas Socks. They make really, really comfortable socks, everybody. If, if you've never heard of it, it's B-O-M-B-A-S. Bombas. Bombas Socks. I love mine. I wear them every day, especially now. It's a little chillier outside, kind of forcing me to wear shoes. 
on the regular, but they're just, oh man, they're just so cozy and they're also philanthropic. They give back to the most vulnerable members of the community. Every pair of socks that you purchase from Bombas, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. And this has allowed them to donate over 34 million pairs of socks, Kyle. Impressive. That's a lot of feet covered. It's not individual socks, that's pairs. <laughs> yeah, that is, quite, that, is, that is quite a lot. And so our Bomb- Bombas socks are a lot. They're a lot of comfort for my toesies. We've, if you've heard of us talk about them before, I would be remiss, though, in case you haven't, of mentioning the fact that you can get arch support in socks. I didn't know this was a thing you could get until Bombas approached us, Kyle. Did you? No. We're not, we're not, we're not a sock construction I, you know, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know for a hot moment if I wanted to get into my own arch problems, but I do have arch problems, and these socks have helped greatly. It's like the greatest reworks in uh, Heroes of the Storm. It's like Bombas has reworked the sock to just be a top yeah. rate piece of comfort for your foot wonderful and you know what else is wonderful getting a deal because you can give a pair when you buy a pair on top of getting 20 percent off your first purchase of bombas uh over at bombas.com slash nexus again that is spelled b-o-m-b-a-s.com slash nexus and you're going to get 20 percent off your first purchase go check them out it's time to start shopping for the holidays because somehow this year is almost over go to bombas.com Slash Nexus. We thank them for their support. And we thank you for supporting the companies that support us here at ITN. And we also thank you for sending in emails and questions to the patron discord, because we're going to answer some of those right now. Darkness, stop calling. Does anyone else hear that buzzing? Hold on. Darkness just texted me. You can send your emails to itncast at gmail.com. And if you're a patron, well, you can, you can drop us questions right in the patron discord. Ogbar did just that and asks, what are your feelings on CCL players with the latest patch versus the old HGC system where they stayed behind on patches to keep the league more stable? Ogbar continues saying, I asked because I loved seeing the patch in action, so to speak, and sort of see how the pros think it changed the meta. Um, well, if you've been a longtime listener of Into the Nexus, you probably won't be surprised to hear me say I love, I so much, so much more prefer CCL playing on live patch, even though I know it's kind of a, their only option. But if you've been around a long time, you were around during HTC and you were around for me going, my God, I just want to watch esports happening on the patch that we are currently on because I'm learning nothing. That was my maximum frustration point with HTC. Yes. It also leaked into things like streams and live play. The fact that I get to battle alongside CCL players is really cool because they get to play the real patch because they're not stuck in tournament mode. And that's great to see them actively participating in the game. All the streams are alive again. There's a lot, a lot of people in this high end tier streaming right now. And you can get some pretty cool information out there. Like, uh, like Johanna's perfect for eating a sandwich. I, I learned that this week from Unaverted Stream. Johanna, what? <laughs> is great for eating a sandwich because you see you clear the lane and then you have nothing to do for several you know seconds while the lane comes together so you take a bite of your sandwich ah i see yeah. um when we do patron bonanzas and katie brings me a, a cocktail to enjoy uh that's when i really push to get me on bright wing so i can just kind of with my right hand move around to make sure i'm healing you and then with my left hand continue drinking my beverage there you go there you yeah. go you, you got to think about these things you can't be all, you know zero tooling all the time I'm really glad, by the way, this is where we ended up with an email that tees up the upper echelon of competitive play. Well, they're, they're teaching us important things, but <laughs> it, it was it was very frustrating back in HGC days to yeah. tune in and then see 
the same thing from the previous work uh, week, even though your whole world had changed. So while I agree that a tournament realm would be more professional, I don't want it. I'm good. I don't either. I, I don't like, either. I really I like did not. I was not a fan at HGC because, and also like a lot of HGC's history, like the comps were nuts. There was like so little to take away from the compositions that were being drafted in HGC. So at the very least, it would have been nice to have learned something because they were playing on the current patch. But a lot of times I was just looking at comps I am never going to be involved with on a patch that I am no longer experiencing. And that just yep. got old fast. Yeah, it's it's a savage fan idea. I know it's it's me sitting in my comfy chair watching other people work hard for my enjoyment and being like, hey, you're hardworking. Get ready for the patch that I have to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nice of me. I think it's great when I hear that, you know, so-and-so League of Legends or whatever has an off-season where they update the game. But I mean, you know, kind of you know, face the music, update your professional after all, uh, play the game I'm playing. Right. And I mean, I've always fallen on the other side, which is like it, everyone has to deal with it. Like if you just made it where it doesn't matter because that's where we are now because that's just the reality that we live in. There are no more tournament servers. But like back even in the HTC days, I was like, just flip the patch live. Like, yeah, they have to learn new things, but every player has to learn new things. Every player has to adapt. It's not like it's affecting one team unequally, in my opinion. Well, that's that's not necessarily true, but it's a skill in its own right being adaptive. And if mm. your team can't adapt, then another team gets a chance. I mean, you can have different yeah, but, uh, styles. Yeah, again, I think, I, I think there's just as strong of an argument for saying that's just part of the game at that point. Yeah, that's fair. So it just becomes one of the skills necessary to to excel in that esport. I mean, look at uh, something like Scroll Wheel Ghosts in StarCraft, if you remember that time period. Scroll Wheel Ghosts? What, yeah, they repeat. Uh, snipe. They were binding oh. Snipe to their scroll wheel so they could mass ghosts and defeat Ultralis Zerg. Oh, that's right. And then, then they had to patch that out and make it so that you couldn't put it on the scroll wheel because it allowed them to cast faster than you could by hitting buttons. Because mm-hmm. every little click on that scroll was a cast of the Snipe. So you just machine gun it. God, yeah. Like, that's a new strategy. That they then, the teams for that time period before that got updated had to deal with that new reality. So I don't think it's so foreign that they have to deal with patches. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, long and short of it, I like CCL. I like how they're doing it. Yeah. Valkamer writes in, says, uh, now that Not Belial has posted their newest tease, it being a Hogger ad, if you were to add Hogger, what would his kit have? Also, is Blizzlyle, Kyle's alter ego of Belial on the dev team, have any connection to Not Belial? That guy works hard. I have, <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. He makes good stuff. I like his stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we believe this? Is Hogger coming to the game? No, no. That is, but you, you always, when you see not Belial posts, it, your brain doesn't function correctly for about three minutes, and you believe him. Like, I believe those stealth snakes he did a while ago. Mm. That was very cool because they were messing, you know, they were messing with maps. They were doing the weather stuff. And yeah. uh, what was the one before that, before the weather? Oh, it was uh, the, the, the darkening of the sky before Deathwing. Oh, well, and they, also the world would shake. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, a little, little rumbles. A little, little less, uh, little less um, obvious or uh, subtle, right? But yeah. Hogger has a couple of neat abilities. Did uh, did Belial list what role he was going to be here? Definitely uh, seems tanky. I would assume tanky, like because when I think of Hogger, I think more of Hearthstone because I don't really. If you ask me right now what his abilities in World of Warcraft are, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. But in Hearthstone, well, they also he, changed he, a number of times. He spawns a bunch of small gnolls that have taunt. Got like upset stomach now, and uh, he summons minions, and I guess he eats a delicious meat pie. What are you, <laughs> what are you looking at? I'm looking at a uh, I'm looking at a uh, wiki for Hogger in World of Warcraft. Some cataclysm. I'm, oh, okay, I'm looking at his vanilla abilities, which are real basic. Would you like to All hear right, his vanilla it. abilities? Yes, please, please enlighten me. Uh, headbutt. <laughs> okay, that stuns. Um, dazed. I thought that was an effect, not an ability. But it's just here and oh. so slows the target's movement speed for fifty percent. So headbutt. Uh, Pierce armor, reducing enemy's armor by 75% for 20 seconds and rushing charge. He's basically a little warrior. Yeah. We should just get a hogger pretty... skin for Varian. <laughs> that, that would actually would work play perfectly on Varian if we did that. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'd play that crap out of it. <laughs> okay. And then Stompa in the chat room says his dungeon version fears and spawns gnolls. I didn't realize. Okay. Had a dungeon. What dungeon did hogger appear in? I don't remember. I, he's. I believe he's in the stockades now, but I might be wrong. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So that means he's canonically not dead. He was captured and put in the stockades. I guess so. I thought Hogger was canonically uh, yeah. dead. Do they? Does it not count as canon if a cutscene doesn't kill him? I guess of just players. Not so like everyone in Rage no, Fire Chasm that's, that's, is still kicking. That's that can't be where they draw the line. I don't know. They they kind of do that though. They'll be like, uh, you know, like forty people are hanging out, and then it'll cut to like two characters, and they get to the killing blow. That's not fair. Yeah, I believe it. Oh, Wowpedia has his status marked as defeatable, <laughs> not oh. dead or alive. So, so your own personal canon you got to bring to World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, because I was fairly certain we were going to see Hogger out in Shadowlands, and it was going to be a delightful little uh, Easter egg, but. That, I, I hope he's the one they're draining for maximum profit. Because <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's me, and Hearthstone is the one draining it. Oh, uh, topical. Oh, oh, topical. That was topical. So, lazy. Yeah. That was so lazy. I would go. I would go gross. I'd go real gross with abilities for Hogger. I'd want like booger. I want boogers. A booger spray. Uh, it sneezes. Yeah, you, you sneeze. You get. Uh, you get slowed, and and you get gunk on you. Maybe it's poisonous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like okay. a, like a face lick that uh Maybe, that covers your screen Mario Kart style in goop. So you know, you in, in, tw- in 2020, I'm really uncomfortable with this this qu- this kit that you're putting together. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking along those lines, but sure, sure, I get you. <laughs> I, just, I can't help it now, man. It's, yeah, no, it's it's fair. It's fair. You yeah. see someone cough in a movie. Yeah, you know? just oh god, just see crowds anywhere. At least yeah. in Mandalorian right now, half of them were in ma- helmets. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. I I would want him. I don't know. He should bolster again. I like. I really want someone to like add to the lane. 
like in a way that's more unique than like what Asmodan and Zagara bring. Like it'd be, I don't know, turn it like he should turn a fort into a knoll hive and then like extra knolls like join the minion wave as it goes by or something. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like a, you, he camps it or I don't know. No, gnolls don't live underground. They're usually in little tents and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess they're no camp. They're, they're relatively civilized. They like themselves a good campfire. Yeah, you know, squeaking to each other and stuff. people. What'd be funny is if there was an ability where you summoned units, and when they got low health, if they could escape player range, they would run back with more units. Oh, <laughs> like leashing aggro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that that would have been great if they if they'd gone a different route with murky. You, you do mm-hmm. that, it has to be Murlocs. Like, it absolutely has to be Murlocs. Oh, they, well, they were the worst. And you were on the beach, too. So you had the option to run on the beach near the cliffs and get caught or go into the water and absolutely die. I think we're I think we're coming around to why we haven't seen Hawker yet, because it just may not be the most unique kit in the world. Actually, you know, all, all the all the pooping and boogers. Yeah, maybe I'm just making another murky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hogger could be a theme skin on Murky. Yeah, yeah. Although now I want it. Now, now I will not rest until it's Varian. I want Hogger Varian. I, there, it's disturbing enough watching him, you know, squat in midair, Murky, to put out his slime. I don't want to see Hogger do that. Ooh. I don't want to see him do a little jump and, <laughs> and let no. loose the, the thunder. There's, yeah, there's, that's. Just there's, a little gross. There's he's, a lot to gross. unpack there. He's he's a disgusting, disgusting model, uh, <laughs> made more disgusting by his longevity and horrific appearance. Yep, yep. Uh, Zatoichi uh, writes in and says, "Since Garrett is a big Hearthstone player, could the idea of rank floors work in a MOBA?" Oh, that is interesting. Oh yeah, this is what I was so, alluding to in regards to more gaming systems coming up later in the show. So this is the idea that if I achieve platinum. I will always be platinum to the end of the month. Yeah, very specifically in Hearthstone, it's every five ranks because you can you go you would go from plat ten to plat one before crossing over the diamond ten, and so at platinum ten and at platinum five, you would hit a floor that you could not fall back below. So you hit you hit plat five, you go to like plat three, you go on a horrendous losing streak that should have sent you back to like plat six. You don't. You just stop at zero stars plat five. It's, it's how the and you don't have. There's no momentum, right? Like if I lose, 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 I'm not gaining less stars when I do start climbing, right? Correct. Yeah, it's pretty binary. Yeah. You can gain more stars on a win streak, but you know that's that's not that's irrelevant to this to what's interesting about the system. Um, yeah, it's just it's basically one to one. Okay. Um, one v one game though. Exactly. So if I choose to fart off, lose a bunch and experiment at this level, which I think is really good for a card game because you do hit different <laughs> tiers of play so where it, decks suddenly stop working. So interesting thing, um, not to make this the show where we explain what's happening in Hearthstone, but um, they tried to add rank floors to Battlegrounds, Kyle, and it completely did not work. It was abused her- horribly, um, and, uh, similarly to what you just described. So... Um, in Battlegrounds, which is where you go in and it's an auto battler like Auto Chess or Dota Underlords or whatever, you know, you pick your yeah. poison. Um, they added rank floors. Um, and so kind of like how Heroes of the Storm has a hidden MMR that, you know, may or may not be uh, an accurate representation of what your current rank is. You know, we, we talk all the time about the hidden MMR of Heroes of the Storm. You have a hidden MMR in Hearthstone Battlegrounds. You have your own, you have your, your, your visual rank. But you also have a hidden MMR rank. 
And since they added ranked floors, which I think was every 500 points, because it's a, that's a point-based system. They don't have bronze through diamond. They just, you know, you start at zero and you work your way up into the thousands. Um, so you get to 500, you can't fall below. You get to 1,000, you can't fall below. You get to, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but they match you based on your hidden MMR, not your actual visual one that you can see. And so players were getting to a rank floor and then just purposely conceding a ton of games to just nuke their, their hidden MMR and go against noobs. And the number one player on the leaderboard is called Test MMR. Right oh, now. interesting. Yeah, it was a big thing. So they just disabled ranked floors. Wait a minute. Are you saying that if I smurfed in Heroes in the Storm and I named myself Smurf Experiment, I would be out scot-free? Everyone would thank me for my service. I did such a great thing for the community. That's um, devious. I mean, it would get better ha- uh, headlines. Yeah. Because <laughs> this, this made waves. Like, a lot of people were yeah. talking about this. Um, so, yeah, if we could all, like, pitch together, make a big donation to fans' account, and get them to start an account called LOL Smurf um, to take the Masters, maybe we can get something done about this. <laughs> okay, that's devious. <laughs> That's devious. Um, Not just the name, the system. Abuse. Yes. Um, Whoever did that, I actually kind of think is uh, awesome and and did a great job of actually bringing attention to this issue. But um, yeah, that's something that I could see being abused very similarly in in Here's a Storm. On top of the fact that there's, it's not a single player game. You, You have on your team four other people who are impacted by the, the decisions you make. So if you do try and then game that system, if you are intentionally throwing games, you're, uh, well, you're impacting four, uh, the uh, four other players who did not sign up for your weird game plan to attempt to game the system. So there's Boy. a lot of con- considerations, um, that you would need to, a lot of things you would need to consider. Essentially. I'm doing a terrible job putting a sentence together. Um, if you were going to try and add ranked floors to a game like heroes of the storm. Yeah, man. That is a we can't have nice things kind of situation, isn't it? Because it would be really helpful to be like, oh, man, I made it. I made it to, to plat five. Whew. People are playing really different things, really different ways here in plat five. I need to take some time to think I'm going to I'm going to try out some heroes. Yeah. And even that like earnest experimentation, right, is kind of its own concern. Like if you're yeah. going into Hearth- or Heroes of the Storm draft and you're playing heroes, you're you're not you know, studied up on you're impacting other people's play. Mm. I think that's a bigger conversation to have because I don't necessarily think it's like inherently bad to practice in storm league, but I don't think it's cut and dry. I don't think it's a black and white issue. Yeah. The, the many moving people. And as you just highlighted, it's not just the fact that it's a card game when other people, other than a one V one opponent get involved, the system falls apart. Yes. Yeah, it's um, it's just interesting for sure. Um, you know, and maybe there's there could be ways to do it and do it in a way that couldn't be exploited that I'm not thinking of. But if I had to, if we just like tack to that on right now, it's like, hey, you get to you get to plat five, you you can't go below. It's just like as it is now, we could 100% abuse that system. Oh yeah, it'd be chaos. I could take myself back down to a hidden MMR of what is essentially bronze. But that's even more messed up. I'm not even thinking about that aspect of it. Yeah. 
And it would also and, be like really noticeable because if you were like solo queuing, you're like, oh, cool. I'm in a game with nothing but bronze players. And they'd be like, oh, look, it's the plat jerk who threw a bunch of games and is now going to own our faces. Yeah. Well, unless um, you're still throwing, right? <laughs> you want to go lower. <laughs> the, 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 to wood? To the wood league yeah. that doesn't exist? You, you go all the way down. Go all, all the way, way down. down to placement games. <laughs> yep. that, wouldn't that, oh man, would that be the most hilarious and insulting thing in the world if Heroes of the Storm was like, hey, um, there's nowhere lower for you to go, so we, we put you back into placement games. Many argue that we need to expand on both ends. And I don't think it would be a bad idea, though it certainly would be feel feeling bad for many people. Yes. Yes, it would. Well, and Hearthstone also cycles once a month, right? The Or I guess not for Battleground. Not for Battlegrounds. No, Battleground cycles once in expansion. Yeah. Um but ranked play, which also has floors. Well, and Battlegrounds no longer has floors. I think they're going to try and figure something out and reinstitute it, maybe. But uh, Ranked still has floors, and it does cycle once a month. Hmm. But I don't think... The, the, the length of time, I don't think, was the, the, was the issue. That's like that's not what broke it over in Battlegrounds. What broke it was how you were matched up, and the fact that, you know, knowledgeable players will trounce, you know, new players nine times out of ten in a game of Battlegrounds gross yeah. yeah i guess it can't can't work interesting system though yeah yeah for sure thanks for bringing up the toy i love if you can't tell i really like talking about game systems i find the <laughs> i find them fascinating well it's it's the overarching economy the problems to solve outside of just balance gameplay and the things we normally deal with these things matter a lot to me i am seduced by hearthstone battlegrounds i play it in at least one game a night and it's watching fun. that number goes up I, I like it it's a fun game it's fun. How can we not duo that? We should duo that sometimes. It's fun to duo with people. Yeah, I, 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 it's just, it's my everyone's gone to bed game of choice. I'll be there soon kind of game. Mm, I, I don't even think to play it during the day. I, the sun is out and Hearthstone isn't even on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, the sun goes down at 5 p.m. So, you know, it's on my mind more often right now. <laughs> I hate this time of the year. I really do. <sighs> I need more. I need more sun, man. I need more sun. Who wants to get off work and have Twilight? <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. Yeah. Living in Chicago. Oh my Going to, going to work when it was dark and getting out when it's dark. That was not healthy. That was, why, that's insane. Why, 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 why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? I want to stop work at five o'clock and like go for a run and the sun to be out and shining on my face. It's terrible. It's Cause the, the trains, Garrett, the, the trains. trains, something about farmers. <laughs> Something about the farms. <laughs> Apologize to any farmers listening. I do not hey, know the plight. Dude, if, if if kids are to be believed, like a farming is is an absolute. It's ninety percent of people are farmers because that's what kids' toys are. They're all about farm noises and mine were, shows about uh, farming. Were mutated giant turtles with with weapons. Uh, yeah, I bet you had some something farm when you were little, little. Yeah. But when you got older, yeah. Oh, like very, very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah, yeah. I had the uh, the cow goes moo spinny. Thing. Yeah, exactly. And spin, spin the thing. Yeah. Pull the pull the string. Yep, yep. Real, real basic like. Real basic like. And if you can't tell, we're at the end of the show, everybody. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. We got there. Uh, keep your emails coming. Itncats at gmail dot com. Patrons, keep messaging us in the patron Discord. Do my best to keep up on all that stuff. Um. 
And speaking of our patrons, thank you for your support. If you want to support us listeners at home, check out patreon.com slash ITN. This is a major way we pay our bills. Uh, as a matter of fact, this is part of the way that Kyle and I make a living. So we really, really appreciate your support. Um, huge thanks to our producers, by the way, Declan H, Cheesy Bob, Chris K, Mike C, and Sean B. We really can't thank you enough. Thank you for your generous support of our show uh, and for being producers of Into the Nexus. You can catch us live Thursdays, usually around 3 p.m. Eastern time. Head on over to twitch.tv slash amovetv and make sure you follow the show on Twitter at ITNCast because you and I play a game before the show sometimes and it goes long. So if you really want to know we're going live, just follow the Twitter. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. All the back catalog of episodes, just go over to amove.tv. It's all on there. You can also get our show notes with links to anything we talked about, builds, stats, stories. They're all linked in the show notes. They're always linked at the bottom of each episode post. You'll see a little Google Doc link. That's what you're looking for. And before we go, Kyle, dude, you know, there's there's a lot more to you than just into the Nexus. Sure. Where can everyone where can everyone find the the full Kyle package? <laughs> well over at KyleFerguson.com. I, I, I went with it anyway. Yep, you have two S's in Ferguson. Uh, just moving on ahead. Uh, new episodes, a new season of DMGI, the Learn to Play Dungeons and Dragons podcast for the Dungeon Master is up. This one is about zombie alternatives because you might not know this, but zombies in Dungeons and Dragons are just animated servants. There's no diseases. There's no bites. There's no scratches. You don't make more zombies. But if you want to run a zombie apocalypse, there are a number of creatures you can use that will be way, way better mm. and give you that, um, well, that, that outbreak feel you might be looking for in your game. Nice. Nice. I haven't seen some of the, the work. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tease your own stuff right now, Kyle. I've been seeing some of the stuff you've been putting together. It's, it's looking good. It's looking good. Uh, yeah. You know, well, let, you know, we could, we could put a, put a toe out there. I've been doing a lot of, I've been doing a lot of arting. I'm getting a lot of, uh, of stuff made for the upcoming dmgi goodies and mm. sharing art is, is a stressful experience uh there's a lot of really good artists in the world don't ever don't ever go to art station because you'll give up for the day let, let it drive you not knock you down let, it, way go. Think let, let it. it make you go oh my god i can't wait till i'm that good if you, if you keep at it you will get there one day like anything else like any freaking thing else it just takes time and so you need to choose your battles Practice um, makes perfect. Yep. Or yes. good enough. It's probably, the, the, it's a way better statement. Practice makes good enough. Practice makes good enough. A finish is better than perfect is the mantra yeah. I live my life by. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Last hit the core to win. <laughs> Folks, you can find a wonderful fortune cookie like wisdom like that on my Twitter at Garrett Art. Go give me a follow there where today I talked about us uh, accidentally putting a kitchen knife into the side of my index finger. Yeah. Um, this is the first time I've ever cut myself with a kitchen knife, Kyle. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I went to go stick. I went to go pull the, um, the kitchen shears out of the wood block and the little, uh, like pivot on the kitchen shears, like caught the wood block and just brought the whole wood block over towards me. And the, sh- and my, and it popped my hand up into just the very bottom edge of the chef's knife. Um, oh. and I filleted the side of my index finger. Well, don't let it ruin uh, kitchen scissors for you. Those things are awesome. Oh, they're the best. The pizza, no, no, no. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And you know, frankly, of don't all the places, the all the places I could have cut myself, at least on the side of my index, it's not on. It's not on the pad, because you know, I got a lot of uh, heroes to play. I got a WoW expansion next week. You know, sure, you're gonna need you some know. clicking. My my clicking finger needs to be ready to go. 
So it's always uh, uh, a ring finger left hand is always the worst for me because that's my Q, my QWE, and my ones and my twos. Oh, it is right. Shoot, that thing's that thing's a brutal cut. Shoot, you're right. You're right. And you know what? I trust the least oatmeal packs. Oatmeal? Yeah, the most paper cuts I've ever gotten in my life are from oatmeal packs. I hate. Oh yeah, they're that weird. Oh, the sound they make even just makes me crawl. I hate I hate oatmeal packs. Oh, they're so satisfying to tear open, though. I disagree. Oh, yeah, but it's dangerous. It is dangerous. dangerous. I get what you're because it's like one step removed from like a perfect cardboard paper cut because it's almost like yeah. the same thickness. Oh, no. Of the outer Chills layer the of cardboard. Yeah, not, not the yeah. whole. I'm not saying it's the thickness of cardboard as a whole, but just the outer layer of cardboard. That gets that's what gets you. Ugh, it's just the pits. <laughs> just pit. I got run over by ice skates <laughs> once and the thing that uh, made me the angriest about it was I couldn't play my Sega Genesis for like two weeks. <laughs> I ran over my index and my ring finger when I was a kid. Priorities. Yeah. Just a pit. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're stuck at, you're stuck at home. You get to miss a day of school. What do you want to do? You want to play video games, but no, yeah. I cut my fingers open. This is the worst. Well, that's a good point. I found yeah. uh, JRPGs when I broke my arm when I was a kid. So that, you know, that would have been, that would have been good. But, uh, I, uh, I thought reading games were boring. <laughs> trials are times for expansion of ideas. Yep. I didn't, I didn't start playing any games with that much text until Ocarina of Time. That was the game that finally <laughs> sold me that games that made you read a ton could actually be amazing experiences. The emotes were surprisingly helpful though. Like just a little, like gave you a tone that the oh, sentence yeah, was yeah. supposed to be read yeah, in. Totally. Totally. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Yes. Yes. But uh, I hope everyone enjoyed this little mini week sauce at the end where we just fart off in random directions. But uh, yeah, Garrett on Twitter, amove.tv for all the podcasts. New WoW Killer came out this week. Shadowlands is next week. Go listen to Telius and I talk about how hyped we are for that. Go listen to Jocelyn and I talk on the Anger Chicken about all of the insanity that just went down on Hearthstone on top of all of the awesome that just went down because they have a new uh, expansion this, this week, Kyle. And there's a new Warlock deck that I'm like in love with. Like, and I, I is that the Frank- card you're ripping on? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> It, it turns out um, destroying 10 cards out of your opponent's deck in a 30 card card game in a 30 card deck card game is a little, little important. It's a little, a little important. So anyways, um, check all of that out. Amove.tv. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next Thursday. Or don't we want is Thanksgiving. We, have, we need to have a discussion about that. We will see you next week at some time, <laughs> but until then, good luck and have fun. Take care.